advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. Sofa King. Faster. I am. Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. That was a good ding. That was a good clank. And the ding was good. Yeah, it was. Only time will tell the rest. <clears throat> it's true. Uh, they must be in business. So EP Armory is the one I was trying to think of. It's here in town. It's local. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about... We're talking about... Uh, talk about guns later, bro. Talking about guns. So our... Uh, we've got a whiskey. Um, mm-hmm. A new addition to the fall of whiskey. Um, it was brought to us by James Parks. Um, he, uh, came through a couple days ago. He blew through town as they say, uh, came down to the studio. He blew I, his way through town, blew his way through no. town, left and right, sucking dicks. Um, I got here in time to, to meet him and shoot the shit with him for a while. Super cool guy. Um, and he brought, uh, a bottle of, uh, Glenn Fittich 15. Fancy. Fancy. It as feels fuck. fancy. That's it does purple feel fancy. too. Even the, the case is fancy. One thing that's cool, I was reading the back, and it says that they're made. This whiskey is made in; it's aged in Solera barrels that the distillers never fully empty. Oh, weird! So that there's always there's always like a phantom uh, bit, like in the mother the of mother yeah, of whiskey. Yeah. yeah, so that's always in there. So I'm curious to try it. Um, <clears throat> Oh wow! Smooth as fuck. It's got like a good. like a grapefruity kind of citrus I said, thing I going like it on. I think I yeah. still have a little bit of COVID nose, man. Like I'm a little messed up because I mean it's great, it's smooth, but like when I smell stuff, I still don't. Yeah. Sm- I smell fine. I smell everything. It just doesn't quite smell right. Not shit though. You don't smell shit. I don't smell <laughs> shit. Yeah. Shit and farts. I have the 14 at the house, and it's really good, too. That's I've good. only ever had I, the 12. I was, the 12 is, I, like, a pretty smoky. So, compared, no, compared not smoky at all. The, the Glen Fittage is known for not uh, being a non-peated. Um, you might be thinking of the other one we I'm were talking about. I'm thinking of Glen Levitt. Yeah, Glen Levitt. Okay. Yeah, yeah the Glen Fittage is known for being a non-peated. Oh, well, then I'm uh, definitely going to be down for Glen Yeah, the 12 uh, is supposedly one of the best, like, like it's like one of the ones that you should have. You know what it's I mean? Like super the expensive. No, the 12, it's, it's the I think it's forty smell, bucks or whatever. Smell, PD. The fourteen I bought was eighty. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, the the Glenfiddich is not is not peated because I look for yeah, yeah, not yeah. peated scotches. Um, no, I so. must be confusing it with the Glenlivet. Um, 
But yeah, and I, I think we talked about I'm this before. I'm gonna have before, to get yeah. some good footage for the house because yeah, the the tw- and by the twelve, the twelve is good. Like at the fourteen, uh, like at the like at the fourteen, <laughs> um, it, it's good. But uh, I I believe the twelve is like it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Dalmore, like the twelve and the fifteen. Is it right. worth it to buy the fifteen if you want to have fifteen on the shelf? Sure. Man, that is so nice. Pay one hundred and thirty dollars. Like cherry flavor in mm-hmm. it. Too. Oh man, it's the casks that's that is made so out. So good. Is that black? Yeah. That's Glenn of it too. That fucking black one up the top, mm. very top with the copper on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we got some. Fuck, we need to put those together. Glenn Levitt yeah, or Glenn Fittich? That's Glenn Levitt. Let's Glenn Levitt or Glenn Fittich? It's got the stag on it. Oh, it just has this type of can on it. Oh, it's going to be the same. Oh, Glenn Fittich then. Glenn Fittich, not Levitt. Or sorry, Glenn Fittich. <laughs> You're going to go to buy Glenn Fittich, Dave, yeah, buy, and buy Glenn Levitt. No, I'll remember the stag. Yeah. Which one is that? <clears throat> Double X or something edition? Double X. says... Yeah, Project Double X. Did we have that one? This is cool. It's up on the fucking expensive even, rare air shelf. This one's fancy. Yeah, it's yeah, open. That's oh, a black bottle. Dave Francisco. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just can't tell on the smell anymore, but it looks I, cool. I really want to have some, but I don't want to drink oh, anymore. Man. I kind of do, too. <clears throat> Something in here. Pad. Fuck these bottles yeah, fucking poor fucking watch out. What's that whole book down there we didn't know about? Experiment. It's crazy because it has the same smoothness but a different flavor. Like it's it's good. There's yeah. a whole little book on it, Dave. Talking about its experimental nature. Wow, that is a totally different flavor. And it's good though. It has the same smoothness. It's like though. vanilla. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. such a totally different yeah. flavor. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, Glenn Fittich is good. And I know like the 12 is really good. Uh, they talk about the 12 it. 12 is the I mean? baseline. Yeah. Yeah. That Nika coffee grain, it's in a list of like, uh-huh. like these are the Japanese whiskeys you need to have. That one's in there. Is it? And that was after I wanted it. But that's like, and I was like, oh shit, like this is actually a fucking, right. you know, like celebrated whiskey, you know. Oh, that is nice. Thank you so, very much, James Parks. That was a very nice visit. That was a very kind uh, addition to the whiskey wall. Yeah. Um, and we, we appreciate, we appreciate it. it. I touched his nipple just for the record. Did, did you? you? I try when they come through. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. Dave touched it too. Oh, I did. Actually, he's not lying. We did touch his yeah, nipple. Yeah, we got his nipple. Yeah, we, got, we, we, we have photo We've evidence. We've got photo evidence. I even made a naughty face as I touched his nipple. I could probably get this to the Google Drive, get it in here, and, and show it to the live. Maybe. If you're not on live, you're missing out. You didn't see James Park's nipples. Um, so uh, our primary sponsor is El Yucateco. Man, I did not drink very much whiskey right now, and I'm really feeling it. Buy 10, get three free? Jesus Christ. It's for 300. Yeah. Now it's a deal. <clears throat> well, so El Yucateco, did, have you guys had any El Yucateco experience? Actually, yeah. Um, I So we made, we had some carne asada meat, mm-hmm. and it was already seasoned, like pre-seasoned meat, you know, and, and I we Fired barbecued it. it. Uh no, I, th- I don't even know where it was from. My wife had it. It was good though. It smelled good and it, it tasted good. And um, but we didn't have no sauce. Like we had nothing. Like there was no taco sauce. Mm. Like nothing. Because right normally now, that's why people think you're Mexican. I heard it a little bit, Eric. We got no sauce. Is it good? No, no it tastes good. It smelled good. It was um, good. And a little bit there. I grew up with Mexicans, man. Yeah, that's right. what it is. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, we had no sauce, and so all we had was Taco Bell mild sauce. Mm-hmm. And in the bottle, like we buy it because you put it on breakfast right, burritos sure, or you know whatever. Sure. And um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take uh, some red, mm-hmm. and I took some mild sauce and put in a little thing, and I took some red, and I put it in with it, mixed it up, tasted it, 
No, not spicy because you know you do kind of out of tacos. You want to you want a little right. spice to it. You know, yeah, it's got to it's got to burn the lips a little bit. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, put some more in, mixed it up. It's gonna burn the lips. And it actually, it actually changed the flavor. Like it didn't taste like Taco Bell sauce after I got done mixing it. I'm sure it, it transformed. And it, shit. it was actually, I was thinking it was gonna be gross. I was like, this is not gonna fucking work out. But like you, Taco the Bell flavors aren't gonna. Melt. Yeah, Taco Bell has some weird. Mm-hmm. The sauce mm-hmm. has some weird fucking smell to it. Like it's like it's Taco Bell sauce. You right. know what I mean? It, it, it's not gonna work. It fucking worked. It was fucking good. I'll have to try that. So I like you can good, take a really does. Make, I like a good taco sauce. Like if I make if I make crunchy yeah. tacos, I I often I can't say always I often put taco sauce on it. My family yeah, taco sauce a, is yeah taco sauce is different from hot sauce. Like there's completely different. different things. Yeah, because my family has a weird thing where on crunchy tacos we make taco. The Moten family taco sauce is um, Italian homemade Italian dressing. Using like the the good seasons shaker where you make mm-hmm. your own Italian dressing mm-hmm. with like a little bit of extra vinegar in it to give it some extra tang, and then you just add hot sauce to the Italian dressing and put it on your taco. Like that's that's the way that's the way we've always yeah, done tacos in my yeah, family. It's good. really good. Um, it's people will eat it if they come over or something, and they're like, "That's actually really good," but I that's not what I would put on a taco. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like, but me growing up that way, but like. Putting El Yucateco in that yeah. like, transforms it. Like it's just like so much better yeah. than than anything else. And I also saw on their YouTube, they posted a thing on Facebook that was YouTube, and it was like a like a traditional green bean casserole for like the holidays. And the hashtag was like thirty days of flavor. Mm-hmm. So I think they might. Are they dropping like a new recipe, recipe every day every for day. 30 Probably. days? No, they Probably. responded to you. They said not every day, but if okay. you ha- they said they're open to suggestions if you had any. I saw, okay. I saw oh. that post. Because yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what they what they come up with. But um, um, Yeah, whatever that the, what was, that enchilada or something? What did they have? They had uh, that one you commented on. Today was green bean casserole. Or green bean casserole. Yeah. That's what it was. Fuck, that looked good. It did look good. And mm. the thing is, like the, the, the main thing is, like a lot of the dishes are stuff I'm not going to eat because they're not vegan. But I recommend that you definitely check it out because there's probably stuff in there that you'll definitely want to eat on their channel. And the thing I really like about it is it's like they're like I I don't like YouTube cooking channels because it's Mm. like I'll see the the photo of the final product and the description of it sounds really good. And then I look and it's like a fucking 27 minute video. And it's like I'm not trying to watch 27 fucking minutes. Some people are really that's why those fast ones with the with the hot plate with the pan, you know, and they just throw stuff like they just fucking tablespoon of this, this, and but it's like those are actually pretty cool. It's two minutes. Yeah, Yeah, these are short. They're all like under five minutes. It's like there's a description of the recipe if you want it, and you know why? Because I have other shit to do. Exactly. The guy Mike that does the stuff is really cool. He like makes sometimes the host of those videos are funny though, and it's like it's just you're watching something. Not the ones I'm watching. I've seen some good ones. Like no, there's some good hosts out there but a lot of times if i see that long i just want to watch something for 10 minutes like yeah. i'm not trying to fucking commit half an hour to watching a recipe but yeah the el yucateco on uh on youtube is is where it's at so definitely check it out uh smash the subscribe button and uh, enjoy and check out recipes. the link below and yeah. check out the link below that's right yeah um we are part of the Podbelly uh podcast network we are a founding member so suck on that um, <laughs> I'm gonna reach down now. <laughs> but uh, if you want to uh, find a good directory of podcasts, if you've got a new podcast and you want to get the word out, uh, go check out Podbelly. It's a great place to go. And then finally, we like to uh, shout out some of our patrons 
Um, if you want to support the show, there's a multiple ways to support the show. Totally you can buy merch. You can share uh, some of our social media posts, which goes a really, really long way, and we appreciate it. Um, you can buy stuff on El Yucateco's shop, etc. But uh, one of the easiest ways to do it is to go to patreon.com, throw a buck at us every month, throw a couple of bucks at us every month. It really helps us out. It helps the show going um, from everything from – uh, advertising on social media to paying the CEO of stamps.com his holiday bonus every year because that shit is fucking <laughs> expensive to t-shirts to all the stuff that we, we give out. Uh, the patrons really help uh, make that possible. So, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our patron, patron, patrons. And the first one on this episode is uh, mi- Mrs. Mr. Libby Arnold. Was there a, That's gonna be a was there a Mrs. or Mr. on the front? No, it's just Libby. I started to say Mr. Libby Arnold. I feel like Libby's a girl. Libby's probably a girl. The only Libby I know is like the the most gangster fucking dude I know. Grape Street Crip, been shot in the knee in a drive-by. That's Libby. Yeah, that's my picture. It's either a black dude or it's a little white girl. (laughs) I'm guessing it's a little white girl. It's a little white girl. Um, What's her last name again? uh, Libby Arnold. Libby Arnold. Arnold with the back last name Arnold. Yeah, back. That's a little white girl. I like that you said a back. No, name. the back name. The back name. What's your front name? The back name. Yeah, front name Libby. <laughs> front name Libby. Back, back name, name Arnold. <laughs> yeah, I like that a yeah. lot. I don't know what happened there. Well, I was thinking about Arnold. Then I was thinking about different strokes, and I was like thinking about Libby the, the Grape Street Crip, and I was like maybe it's a black <laughs> name. Libby Arnold could, could be. be. Could be. So how did that lead to got back a master's name? name? The back name. That was just a fuck up. That was it was a, it was a happy little accident. Cause it's good. Yeah. I like it a lot. What's yeah. your back name? Yeah, yeah girl. What's your Front back name? name, girl? Yo, I'd be knowing a guy with that back name. I'd be knowing. Oh man. So that's Libby Arnold um, speaking my speak. Then we have Dan Rogers. Dan Rogers. Yep. I like his back name too. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely white. What do you think about his front name, dude? I'll tell I you about Dan. Speaking of Rogers. I won't say any more name than that, but I saw this dude I used to go to high school with. Obviously, mm-hmm. his back name's Rogers. Mm-hmm. I won't say his first name just for privacy, it's but name. this motherfucker was like, he was cool as fuck. Like the first time I tried to go to like a, a senior party, like to show up at some party as a freshman and like, where are you going to get your ass kicked? Like knocking on someone's door like, hey, like, is this guy here? Like, just act like I know somebody right. and like, let us in. And so like, he took us into the party. He was like, come on guys. Like you guys are fucking cool. Come with me. And like, took us into this fucking party. And we like met all these people and hung out and fucking like became friends. And then it was like, we were loud at the parties. Cause we did know a bunch of people. Cause this right. guy helped me. Well, then I ran into him later in life and he was like, Oh, I, I started this company and I, I do this thing. I'm not trying to give away too much. Well, but then, get mission accomplished. But then I fucking saw him. <laughs> His name is Jerry Arnold. And then he started to look a little fucking crazy. Like I was like, I think something's wrong with him, dude. Like something's up. Then two days ago, I was fucking opening my back door to spray a computer out, and uh, like the, with the air. And uh, he was standing there like Jesus. He looked like Moses or some shit, dude. Crazy ass long hair. Big ass fucking beard and so you watch somebody stick, turn to a bum a walking again. stick over his shoulders and he's like, "What's up, man? I just want to say hi. I just want to say hi." Like he knew right away that I was going to be turned off by his fucking craziness. Right. He's like, "I'm just saying hi, bro. I'm just saying hi." I was like, "Just working, man. Just I'm just working." I was like, "Oh my fucking god, dude! This dude turned into fucking a crazy street walker." That's, like that's twice this far, shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Thrice this far. Next, you, you've watched two people turn into mm-hmm. bums. That's true. That was just over the long period. But it was like someone I knew Are when they were. I don't, I, I don't like this. Be. I don't like this at all. 
I'm like, like what the thing is, us, like, Dave? I've talked on the show multiple times yeah. about Bum Corner. Mm-hmm. It's fucking half a block away from me. Yep, yeah. it's down the fucking street. Like Brent is here all day long, yeah. and Bum it was like Corner a normal person. They were like a normal person at Dagny's. Yeah, and then pretty soon they're just Bum Corner. Dave sees them fucking <laughs> flipping people off with their Michael Jackson glove. Exactly. Gold uh, is to Midas as Brent is to Bumus. <laughs> yeah. I have laid hand upon them, and they have gone crazy and yeah. mad. Mm. So be careful, Dan Rogers. You might get the curse of Rogers and start walking mm. around like with a. May fucking... your hair grow and your shoes wither. <laughs> with a <boat>. <laughs> your stomach will wow. rumble. Wow! <laughs> From the you just got cursed, bro. Oh my god! I feel your like I feel like we wither. should reach out. I feel like we should reach out to Dan Rogers because he's gonna be having a bad month. He is. It's fucking rough. Firstly, his, keep your eye on those fucking, shoes, Dan. The, the bad thing is, his that's Mister Rogers. If you're nasty, his his, his friends and family are gonna watch him wither mm-hmm. into this fucking. Well, you might be able to intercede. State. Like, if you see those shoes starting to wither, my man, like, go straight to fucking Foot Locker. Do not fucking. Maybe. Like, but what just, if it's what shoes. if his what if his pockets have nither? Uh, <laughs> it's like a portrait of Dorian Gray curse. <laughs> his shoes just keep fucking withering away. <laughs> it turned into a poem. Yeah. It's like a nursery rhyme from yeah. the 1850s. Yeah. His hair will go long and his shoes will wither. He can buy more because his pockets, his pockets had nether. <laughs> so be can we write, if we need to write nursery yeah, rhymes, like bum, bums and shit. Bum nursery yeah. rhymes. Bum, yeah. Well, be careful, Dan. If you, oh, if you, man. Like, I feel you might so, need to. I really, I'm really fucking, I feel for him now. Yeah, this yeah. is what's happened. Careful, Dan, or the bum will become hither. Yeah. So <laughs> Keep, keep your eyes out, man. You might be able to fucking head it off at the pass. Mm. That's all I'm saying. I heard his mom likes a hot scissor. <laughs> Is that right? Is that right, man? Yeah. And keep in mind that a lot of times good parenting mm-hmm. keeps you from becoming a bum. And because you're a patron, Dan, you have your father's love. Mm-hmm. So that alone... Mm. Like becoming a patron might mm. keep you from becoming a, a the bum. fine line with your father's love, though, like Dan yeah. begs. Well, too yeah. Much. So technically, too yeah, much you can't love. be. Yeah, at, at that point, yeah, that might cancel it out the crooks um, because he can't. He's not a fuckface peasant, so right. he might not go into bum. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. But if your father lays his love upon you too far, yeah, yeah. That's Don't let him teach that, you how to yeah. Don't let him teach you how to run doggy yeah. style. No. Yeah. If your dad has a neck and elbow fetish, like back of the neck and elbow <laughs> fetish, uh, you might not want his love. Yeah. So our topic today is um, some, I remember this. I remember seeing I remember. something about this as a kid. Like I remember, like I was pretty fascinated with the Cold War in the 80s when technically the Cold War was still going. You're also terrified of it. I was also terrified (laughs) of it. But even like the whole weird, like even as a kid, like the weird 1950s, like anti-communist McCarthyism, like that whole thing that was super fascinating. I think old wars are like so much better. Yeah. Like new wars just yeah, yeah, suck. Yeah. They're yeah. not as they're not nearly as cool. Like yeah, there's some high tech shit going on, but, but it's yeah, like it's just it's, it's expected the, now. Mm-hmm. But like back then, like some crazy shit went yeah. down and you're like, Wow. Yeah. They didn't have fucking like your city anything. might get bombed. Yeah, like, yeah. It was right. like but it was like they right. didn't have like near the technology we have and they were no. doing some crazy, crazy ass shit. shit. Like, I feel like nobody could crack the Enigma code now. Fuck no. You know what I mean? Like fucking you have these fucking guys that 
you know, have to use a computer for everything. Yeah. You know, it's crazy and, too, though. It's like, we're overdue for bombing. Like everybody's had their dose. We're you getting know what I mean? there. Everything has been all the other places. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. think about any other place, Europe, fucking all over, they've right. all been fucking leveled well, the, and the, fucking the, bombed. The, the thing we, we have Harvard. going for us is two oceans on, on either true. side. Yeah. That's you know? true. I mean, it's a little harder to fucking fly across the ocean without right. the Navy fucking spotting you. And I mean, the other thing that we have going for us is like, you know, I've, I've read several things that said that one of the unique things about America is that like in the history of the world, we have some of the greatest ever alliances with the only two countries that touch us. Right. Yeah. Like Canada and Mexico yeah, yeah. touch us and we are just like allies of and you just all keep allies. Them. Come on in guys. <laughs> fucking <laughs> so, come on in. It's fucking, like, so we have keep, oceans keep on coming. two sides yeah. and then allies on the other two yeah. sides. And They're not letting anybody us, else in. Yeah. yeah. Keeps us They're going to be like, Hey, um, yeah, China's trying to get into Canada right now. eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hoser. Yeah. You hosers over there. Hey, you American hosers. So the closest uh, that we came was the Cold War, and I, rem- I remember the Rosenbergs. I remember um, thinking it was wild that just these two completely normal-looking people, you know, they weren't soldiers, they weren't whatever, and it was just like they got executed by the U.S. government. What was that show? Like selling America, secrets. something with the r- Russian spies. There was oh, like a. Uh, I mean. That- and it was set during this time too, huh? Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Probably based loosely around this. Maybe, uh, that. or at least I mean, it's that era. The Americans. I, think, I mean, I think yeah. I don't know how you could be surprised. Like, I feel like if you were a spy, you're built to blend in. You know what I mean? Right. You're not. You're not going to be. You know, Habib. You know, trying to. Uh, you know, bomb the next tower. If you're, if that's what they're looking for, you know, like yeah, you you're, you're to going be, to you blend in, you're going your to be, game. yeah, you're going to be a normal person. You're right. going like the whole sleeper cell scare. You know what I mean? Like they had everybody believing that any, uh, any person from the middle East was, could be a sleeper cell. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, is that really like, is that, you know, that doesn't seem, you know, if I, if you're yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. a spy or a sleeper cell, you're not, you're going to be fitting in, you're going to be blending in. Like right. it has to be more complex than that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. So yeah, yeah them just, being normal, normal everyday people makes sense. They're and gonna, I just you know, yeah, I just re- I just remembered that as a as a kid, like it just stuck out shocking. to me the first like the time. Neighbors I saw could it. be selling exactly, secrets and it was to like, the and Soviets. the government's gonna yeah. kill you for it. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, you know. Um, and I think like the Cold yeah. War is that show a, is based off of movie, is it? I think, yeah. So the Cold War is a weird thing. Like the Cold War was us fighting Russia without us ever fight or the Soviet Union without us ever talking shit and like, Oh, let's go to Vietnam. Like you'll support Vietnam. We'll fight the Vietnamese and whoever wins Vietnam kind of won a round of the cold war and we didn't have to fire missiles at each other. And I really feel like the Rosenberg case was a battlefront for the cold war. Um, It was the U S one, the Soviets lost and I, little weird things like this all bled into the Cold War. Every, you know, I, the race to the moon, the race to space yeah. was part of the Cold War. Like, so this this was definitely part of it. So in summary, there's two people, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, and um, they allegedly, um, even though they were convicted of it, allegedly sold secrets um, to the Soviets and uh, got busted for it and were both executed. And there's all kinds of weird twists and turns along the way and allies who became enemies. And um, I think it's the, a real poker game. It was a real like <clears throat> bluff. Yeah. Like, and like to the United States, like defense, like you have to 
to make the decision to execute. Like you can't have people thinking they can give the Russians for secrets. sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And so they, it's like, they were probably almost publicly forced to make some dramatic, like you gotta kill these motherfuckers. Like, well, it's, to the, set an example. it's the example. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the example. The like time, whether they did it or didn't do it, everybody's going to know I that they're killing motherfuckers. Don't think they thought they were going to have to follow through though. I think they probably were like, not. look, here's, a, here's the, the thing. ultimate, like this here's, is what's going to happen. If you thing. don't tell us. I don't think, I think they always knew they were killing the husband. Yeah, he was yeah. a fucking spy. Yeah, yeah, he worked yeah, yeah. for the Soviets. Yeah, yeah. He had a handler. The wife on the he other had a fucking hand, nickname. Yeah. Like the motherfucker yeah, yeah. was a spy selling secrets Code for name. money yeah. to the Soviets. Like it was a money game. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, he's making money. Down. He's making money, right? And, and that's all it was really. He was I a mean, communist, yeah. and, and he was a communist. Crazy communist. Yeah. And the the question, which even their children, who are adults, obviously now, because this took place in the in the forties and fifties. Like even to this day, their children are like they're probably yeah, being. But our mother was innocent, right? Our well, mother shouldn't have been killed. As far as they she, know, I mean, you know, like, there's a lot of evidence. The other about thing it is that, though, that like if, she, if, if it, did she know her husband was a spy though? They the well the testimony that put her into the fucking electric chair was a guy that lied. Yeah, to um, save his wife. Yeah. Well, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying though, like if she knew he was a spy. Here's the thing. Guilty. The, my interpretation is, yes, she knew he was a spy, yeah. but that wasn't a enough capital crime. That was enough yeah. to arrest her. That was enough to do all kinds of shit. But like the other people who were spies yeah. only did like 10, 15 years. I think that yeah. the whole thing is basically like they set an example. Like that's, that's exactly so. what it well, was. Also, they wanted more information. They wanted the rest of the people in the spy ring and they thought they could make him talk by leveraging his wife. Mm, yeah. right. So they coerced yeah. the other people yeah. to change the story to say it was the wife that and then sense. threaten the death penalty against Everything's the wife. Changing, and then yeah, at some and point they realized that he's not going to rat, but she's a mother of two. At some point, Dude, she's going to give people up because she wants kids, to be with her sons. Seven and ten. Yeah. Visit them in prison. Play games and sing songs. And it was heartbreaking to think about that. And I was like, fuck, dude. And they were, yeah. what, three and seven when they got arrested? Yeah. Seven and ten when they got executed? Something like that, yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, for them to now say, my mom wasn't a spy. You were fucking three and seven or right. three and... You don't fucking know. Yeah, my daughter. My daughters were, were fucking three and six when I got divorced. Well, and they don't ever remember... Uh, well, they're basically not it. being the way it is. They, more, they know more than us. It's their parents, and they spent their entire life surrounded by it research. I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're basing it on all the the they're basing declassified on, documents, yeah. the yeah, yeah. the testimonies that out, got yeah. turned. Yeah, around. but also though they have a bias. They do have whenever a bias. you have a bias, but they decrypted not. like this Russian fucking code, and they have these papers that were released that like was the correspondence of the Russians yeah. who give other people code names and they say what's going on. It's pretty clear she wasn't part of it. Yeah, yeah. They, that you know of that we know of. <laughs> so we'll we'll go. see we'll we'll see yeah. where it goes. But can't I, be trusting I, women. I'm saying uh, I'm just saying she wasn't a spy for one. Maybe she's a China spy. Yeah. Oh, maybe. What was her back name? It depends. Yeah, it depends. You know, yeah. Her, her back name yeah. was Green Glass, which is an awesome last name. Mm, that's weird. Fucking great see, last Bradley, name. See what I said? <laughs> Can't trust anyone named Green Glass. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Never trust nobody named Green Glass. So Julius Rosenberg. Especially was, if that's a back name. Might as well be lion-ass bitch. Yeah. Lion-ass bitch. Um, was born in 1918, New York City. Um, That's where the saying "green glass, my ass" comes from. That is where it came from. (laughs) Green glass, my ass. I think the other problem was not only were they communists, they were also Jewish. Like they had a double, they had two strikes against them. As just from the the, universe, yeah. So, um, parents came from uh, Russia, um, which might lead to where the the communist ideals uh, come from. Even though at that point they weren't communist yet, the the Russians. 
Um, at 11, they, they had moved to New York. Um, and he became a leader in the young communist league USA, which I'm assuming was kind of like the boy scouts, but for communists, um, makes sense. And, uh, through the great depression, he graduated with a degree in electrical engineering. Um, Ethel, that had to be like fucking, he went to the electric chair just looking at like, I know exactly how that works. I got this shit hooked up right. I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 God damn it. Yeah. Not so good for his wife, though. Yeah, he's like, that's he knows exactly how it worked. That's yeah. got to be weird. He's like, he could have taken part in like designing it, even. It might be why he died with one zap and she didn't. He might have been like, yo, 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 grit your teeth, tighten this. Why that sponge? Yeah, <laughs> like this. Why that sponge? Loose. Fix this right here. <laughs> like, dude, there was a guy in an interview to describe their moans and sounds and crying out and the yeah. things that happened or head smoking. Like his interview was grim, dude. Yeah. He was she just had like, a, Ethel had a smoking head. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, that's a, she have a smoking that's body, a fetish though. right there. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> she have a smoking body? <laughs> fetish or a key? That's what I want to know. Um, she was born uh, to a I'm Jewish more into family. like the serial killer, like killings, like because they were done out of passion. You know what I mean? True. Like the that's executions true. are just totally different, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's totally true. different feel. Um, not feeling that. She's from Manhattan. She had a brother named David Greenglass, who was huge in this whole scenario, especially uh, later on. Um, she was an actress and a singer. She ends up working for a shipping company and, uh, because so at the shipping company, she starts to see tons of labor disputes. She starts to see how the workers are being exploited by the owners of the shipping company. And she ends up also joining the young communist league. Um, cause she's hearing, you know, the other thing, like the McCarthy era, which really fucking shut down communism in America, like if you look at history, if you look at artists, if you look at authors and musicians and all this stuff, like pre-McCarthy era, like every big city had communist rallies and a communist league. And like it was a big fucking yeah. thing. Like yeah. it was really a thing that could have taken off. Yeah. Like the McCarthy era really fucking killed this communist right. vibe that was yeah. sort of every, everywhere in the world, including America. And so it's like you hear about it and you're like, these two weirdos, they were part of the communist thing. It's like, yeah, they were in fucking Manhattan. They were in New York. There was, con- there was, pro- it was a movement. Like it was yeah. a movement. Then it was a ghost on. in your fucking closet. Though, exactly. after that Because the shit went away and they're like, didn't you sign a bunch of petitions? <laughs> yeah, like you're exactly, fucking fucked. Dude. But it was a thing. Like it was, and there's a lot of, if you look at like um, African-American history or African-American literature, like a lot of people in the twenties and thirties and forties who were very prominent black actors or black authors were communists. They were part of the communist movement. Um, so it was like, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty big thing. And you'll even see like, as they, as we get to their, you know, once the conviction happens, like the list of people who came out, like supporting them, not being executed, mostly because they were communists. It's like, fuck, there's a lot of famous people right. like, you know, uh, uh, coming out on their behalf. Well, also because there's a lot of people just oppose the death penalty, even For if sure. they thought they were guilty or not. For it's sure. like, that's not the answer. Yeah. Um, so in, uh, 1940, um, they, the FBI had evidence that Ethel, um, and they had been married. So they got married in 1939. So she quit being Ethel Greenglass and her back name got changed to Rosenberg <laughs> from now on. Um, and, uh, she got, uh, she got hired by the census bureau in Washington, DC, and she was a communist. And then, um, 
Ethel and another woman. That's before um, background checks. You couldn't even really do a background check. You said fucking really. trust. Yeah. Yep. You say so. <laughs> Which makes me okay. today this happened. I needed something done with my fucking uh, state tax or some fucking issue. And so the accountant's office called someone from the accountant's office called and said, Hey, can you do a uh, a group call with me? And we're gonna call them and you're gonna authorize for me to have access right. to this stuff. And I was like, Man, you could fucking be anyone, dude. Yeah. You could have called your boyfriend and told him that. Right. I mean, they did ask for a part of my social security, but okay. if you if you had that, yeah, you're good yeah. to go. You could just call and say, I'm good. They're just like, Is that okay, Mr. Van Tassel? Yes, yes it's okay. Yes, it okay, is, thanks. Yeah. Is there yeah. be anything else? Nope. Okay, now this woman has complete control over your fucking accounts. I've had that happen a couple of times, like when I was still married to Erica, and she would like call to fucking change some shit on an account. Yeah, and he's sitting she, right here, and she would just walk into the room, and she would be like, "He's right here," and I'm like, "What is happening right now?" And yeah. she's like, "This is PG and E. Tell him that I have you know authority to be on the account." And I'm like, "Hello," and they're like, "Is this Dave Moten?" I'm like, "Yep." Yeah, and they're like, "Is your wife uh, authorized?" I'm like, "She sure is." And it's like I could have been a fucking anyone. Boyfriend. I could have been fucking homeless, fucking Moses stick on the street. <laughs> she just Moses. gave him a fucking phone, and it's like they're like, "You say so." Homeless Moses back then. Rogers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so um the uh where is it? So they start signing nomination petitions. So there's there's a you know, w- all this comes out in court later because when they're looking into them, they're like, Well, look, like they were fucking hardcore communists. Yeah, they were going to the meetings, they were recruiting people to be communists, they were uh getting people elected in yeah, the communist yeah, party. They, they cannot have a government job. Like, yeah. Who knows what they're doing? Right. So World War II comes around. Um, Julius Rosenberg joins the Army Signal Corps Engineering Laboratories at Fort Monmouth. Julius Gullius. Yeah. Um, and he works as an engineer inspector until 1945. Um, he was fired because the U.S. Army discovered that he was in the Communist Party. Um, and uh, so it turns out that crucial war research on electronics, communications, radar, and guided missiles was all done at Fort Monmouth. And he was an an engineer and an inspector. So if this motherfucker was a spy, he had his hands on some good shit. Yeah, he could inspect shit. (laughs) And he's an engineer. He understands how to fucking... He knows how it works. He can explain it to people. So he's he's quite a catch. So um, a guy named Alexander... Uh, Feklazov, who was a spy for the Soviet Union, um, was apparently um, his handler. So he ended up recruiting Rosenberg, and he was the guy who would give him instructions. He was the guy who Rosenberg would pass information on, and then he would get the information to the Soviet Union. Um, uh, He... I'm trying to. I think we covered Stalin or something. It was talking about like all the fucking spy devices they have, where they like built fucking clocks and shit. Oh yeah, yeah all kinds crazy of crazy. Shit, like what's dude. going on right now? Like how many spies are uh, here? How many crazy listening insane, devices? Like, I, I think I think I... between here and everywhere else, like we have so many spies. Oh, yeah. Fucking thousands, probably all. You know what? Like fucking place. obviously, like the United States has crazy high tech shit, but I, we're just not as fucking scantless, fucking crazy as like. Uh, I, I don't I, feel I, like. I, I think you're wrong. We have well, fucking the CIA. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Think, is I there some Putin motherfucker in the CIA though? Bare chested, riding oh, yeah. bears. Probably. I mean, if we're so. able to kill our own presidents and fuck kill our own people, That's true. just like every fucking body else, it's just covered. 
It's just covered up. It's a facade. You know what I mean? It's the They're same Tanya thing. Harding or Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Right? When yeah. I went to the spy museum in D.C., like there's a little opening video that kind of preps you for the shit you're about to look at. And part of it when it ex- when it and this is when it first opened, it might be different now. But they said that they like they said right now in Washington, D.C., there are more spies from foreign countries than have ever existed in the world before. Then, the, then like the, in, in Washington, D.C., in the history there. of the world today, there are more spies in Washington, D.C. than have ever existed in the history. Well, I bet of the that's world. not true in Moscow. And they said that they said that by the close between the opening and close of business today, at least two spies will have come through this museum. That's what I'm saying. And like, it just kind of makes you look at everyone in the room and you're like, you but tell me you think that's happening in Moscow. That's not. There's no way that that uh, some number like that. I suspect happening. it is. I bet you China has people I there. I bet you is. we have people there. I bet you there's fucking so much shit going on with Moscow and it. with China. Like with yeah. in I just London, feel like you look I think fucking we probably have people in the government just like they have people in the government. Yeah. I think those Russian you know what I mean? with big like, furry hats would fucking look at you just like no. you're suspect. Everybody's suspect. Thank you, dude. It's just different. But I mean, you have, and here I mean, we're like, oh, look, they got fucking candy corn over here and fucking fun. They, okay, but they so raised be, the motherfucker from a baby in Moscow that was born to fucking Russian parents that fucking right. is in there working. But even more innocent, like, like I think within those numbers are like the fucking Bogota Intelligence Committee ended up flipping some accountant in the fucking FBA and gets numbers of food that prioritization, counts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, to a boyfriend, a thing, yeah. you know, or yeah. it's like, like, I think it's you not, have, it's to not necessarily trained. war, yeah. right. war it's espionage. There's not a guy with a phone in his shoe. He's no. just telling how much green no. we export. Exactly. Like yeah. They're getting a little, little cause it matters. It matters. Laid. Yeah. There's certain things that matter to people that don't matter to us. Right. Uh, and, and, and it's important to them, but the, the only way to get those numbers is to have somebody on the inside. It's and a, if you're an intelligence agent and you've got, if one of the people who is a legit spy is like, Hey, I think I can turn this person that looks at sneaker imports for the government. Should right. I bother? They're going to be like, fuck yeah, you should you never know what that could turn up. You yeah, know dude, what I mean? Think those dudes are just sitting at their computer one day and some blackmail fucking shit comes up on their screen, like Morpheus. And it's just like, Hey, we're going to show your more fucking- often than not. It's romance. More often than not, it's like this, your fucking little side piece that, you know, got you in trouble. Like, is no, is just like pump, like fucking social engineering you and getting information out of you. And you don't even know, you don't even know you're giving information no or idea. you're like, or, you know, a lot of the times, like watching different shows on espionage, they'll be like, yeah, you know, you'd work for the FDA. You know, uh, I actually work for ConAgra. And like, if you could get me information from the FDA, it would help me so much in my career. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's just for an American company. Like, I'm not worried about yeah, yeah. like all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Fucking crazy. That's weird. Things that seem so innocent could be so could be huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, he um, a whole lot of names in this section. I'm not even trying to <laughs> to follow fucking through it. Um. So he ends up uh, giving thousands of documents to the National Advisory Committee on Aeronautics. He uh, so Rosenberg apparently, or no, Feklazov, the Russia, the Soviet spy. Um, one of the things that he ended up getting, and a lot of this was from Rosenberg, but not all of it, was a complete design and production drawings of Lockheed's P eighty Shooting Star fighter jet, which was the first fighter jet. 
um, that America ever used. So it wasn't unimportant fucking yeah. information. Like that's yeah. huge. He's sending out, yeah, you know, and shit. it's not that Rosenberg gave him the full plans, but he gave him part of it. You know, he was instrumental in getting him some of it or understanding it or, right. or whatever. Look at our new jet. We get the shooting. St- I mean, the MiG 29. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's good Russian accent. Thanks. I yeah. can't do a Russian accent. Um, so Ethel's brother, David Greenglass during the war, uh, is working at the Manhattan project at Los Alamos. And as soon as uh, Feklazov hears that, he's like, yo, Rosenberg, fucking recruit that motherfucker. Like, he's at the Manhattan Project. Yeah, that's a fucking... So he recruits uh, uh, Greenglass, and then he also recruits another guy whose unfortunate last name is McNutt. That's when you come into McDonald's. <laughs> 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 in any way it doesn't matter it could yeah, be sex yeah. in the bathroom or just jerking off that's the McNutt oh I thought someone was fucking a hamburger oh it can mm. that's a McNutt yeah. if you finish in, in any McNutt. way in you just have way. to finish whatever right. it takes to finish right, right. in a McDonald's yeah yeah Shamrock you, shake any of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Could, it could be an unfortunate sandwich too, yeah could be yeah, the McNutt be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> only for a limited time yeah, yeah. will someone have to tickle your nuggets mm. <laughs> might help um, you're gonna feel it in your McRibs. Yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> McNutt. You're gonna feel it in your McRibs. McNutt worked at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. It is a terrible name. Um and uh for uh recruiting the two of these, Rosenberg got a hundred dollar bonus from oh, his yeah. handler. So it was like flat out just like it was fucking World War Two, hundred bucks was oh, fucking something, dude. Yeah, how much yeah, hundred bucks was probably could have bought a probably. fucking car for yeah. that shit. Like hundred bucks. I yeah. was like, yeah. fuck that. Um so this guy That's McNutt, Carl's Juniors now, that's all you a, get. Apparently was able to give away secrets about processing weapons grade uranium. Oops. Mm. <laughs> you just boil it on your stove. <laughs> yeah. Use a battery hydrometer. Um so uh the um part of what all this leads to is that the at the time this might be later on in my notes but at the time when america built our first cuz we built fat man and little boy and dave snack i don't know what the third one was called but they they built the McNutt. fat man and then two little boys mm-hmm. And um, they only dropped Fat Man and Little Boy, and then they didn't drop the third one, obviously. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, once they built those, the the uh, estimate from the U.S. intelligence community was that it was going to take five years. Right, for uh, Russia to catch for, up. Yeah, for the Soviets to catch up and build their own nuke. And it only took them four years, and they think it was directly because of espionage. Right. So people like the Rosenbergs uh, did it. However, like once everything comes out later, all the evidence that exists is that Rosenberg never had access to any nuclear information and Rosenberg never personally gave any nuclear information to the Russians. He just never had any. Right. Um, But I guess the argument could be extended. However, if he recruited two motherfuckers from Los Alamos, then and they gave right. information about nuclear seven degrees power. of nuclear yeah. information. At what point are you responsible for that? I can see their fucking fear though, man. Think about the time. Like you just fucking smoked Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like you just like <laughs> Dude. and you know what that's you just did it. And you're the only ones who have it. 
Yeah, and you just did it. Yep. And you know what war looks like and how fucking terrible it is. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're not on our team anymore. Like, these motherfuckers get it. Like, they were on our team because we were fighting Germany together, but now we're not really. Now it's back to this. And if and they get Stalin that fucking thing. Stalin is a thing, ruthless motherfucker. Yeah, and you picture, yeah, starving thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Battle of Stalingrad, 500,000 people dying. Like, craziness. So if you picture, like, oh, they think Rosenberg just gave them the plans to make that fucker. Right. And that he could possibly be responsible for tens of millions of deaths. Yeah. That's what they're picturing. Right. But ultimately, it's like, oh, uh, no, they just made it like a year earlier and they never used it. Now right. we know. Yeah. I mean, for till now. <laughs> right, right, right. Wood, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. like, but you could think of the possible outcomes um, that they're probably thinking hypothetically, like sure. you could kill tens of millions of people because you gave them the plan to our fucking right. scary bomb that we just right. killed millions of people with. Right. Yeah. Which I almost like, in a way, it's almost the exact opposite. Like, because they got the, the nukes, equalizer. like, none of us ever went to war. Like, yeah. he might have, like, it, we, should, we should give him the Nobel Peace Prize because yeah. he ensured that, that we never went to war with the Soviet Union. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> part of this is there's a guy named Klaus Fux. <laughs> Gets his McNutt every morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was a theoretical physicist that worked for the British um, in the Manhattan Project. And uh, he was identified um, as a spy. And then once this guy gets busted, a whole lot of spies start to get busted. Let's stop and appreciate how many porno names are in here right now. Klaus mm-hmm. Fux, mm-hmm. Harry Gold, uh-huh. <laughs> and McNutt. fucking Russell McNutt. <laughs> and Russell McNutt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, the first name, the... the, the uh, what is front it? Name? The front Fox? name. Yeah. The front mm-hmm. name. Yeah, wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so all of this starts to lead like a domino effect. And then eventually in June of 1950, David Greenglass gets arrested by the FBI. And uh, he says that he was passing information to the USSR through the same guy that this, that Fox was passing information through. Um, and uh he says that his that his sister so this david greenglass is <clears throat> ethel uh uh greenglass aka rosenberg's brother and uh he says that ethel um recruited david's wife ruth uh and visited her when they lived in albuquerque in 1944 so he's like fully pointing the finger at his sister um, saying that and she didn't had all originally like do. the original testimony. He right. did not. That was not his story. I think he said his own wife typed that fucking paper. And after they uh, like they retold the story, he and he said I watched that interview too. He said they coerced him to change the story, right? And and then it would save his wife. And then he goes on to fucking say like he has he's not really remorseful of it. He's like no, oh yeah, like, I'm alive. My wife's alive. He says so. So it it all hinges on this event where they had plans. And that allegedly uh, Julius Rosenberg took all these plans, gave this the, the both of the green glasses and both of the Rosenbergs were at the apartment. They ate dinner. <clears throat> they were talking about this information they were going to pass on to their handler. And the real story hinges on two versions that both belong to David Greenglass. One was. Uh, Julius told his wife, Ethel, to go in the bathroom and type up the information so he could give it to his handler. Right. But the other version is that David's wife 
uh, was the one who typed up the information. Right. And the first time he told the story, he said it was his wife, but then he later recants it in front of the grand jury and says, it wasn't my wife. It was Ethel. It was my his sister. Own sister. But to his defense, he really probably didn't think it was going to lead to the death penalty. At he the probably time. didn't think it was going to lead to the death penalty. And he said, um, even after the death penalty happened, he said, I still don't regret it. Right. Like I protected my wife, the mother of my children, and I would do it again. Like, you know, I have yeah. a choice between my sister and the mother of my children. And I'm sorry, but I love my wife more than I love my sister. Damn. And I would still make yeah. that decision yeah. again right now. I mean, just depends on your relationship. You know, if anyone's put in that situation, sister. it's like, yeah. yeah, like you have to be put in that situation to know. And you have a split second decision and someone's really got a gun to your sister's head and your wife's head. Like, and then you make the decision. Someone's going to make the decision. Right. And then you explain it later and rationalize it. But in that split second. And you might also be thinking, from Alabama. You can't fuck your sister. Yeah, that's true. She is your wife. But you might also be thinking like, yo, if I rat on Ethel, my wife is completely out of the loop. She's not a spy. She's not arrested. I'm going to fucking jail. She can take care of my kids. You know, my kids are cool. Their mom will still be there. Like, I got to rat my fucking sister. This is for my kids. She can even take care of my niece and nephew. But they fucking don't, (laughs) dude. dude. Their family just fucking blacklist the fucking little kids, dude. Fuck. So, yeah, the grand jury comes in um, and the chairman of the Atomic Energy Commission said to the grand jury in 1950, quote, it looks as though Rosenberg is the kingpin of a very large ring. And if there is any way of breaking him by having the shadow of a death penalty over him, we want to do it. So, again, the whole idea of the death penalty is really kind of a bluff. They're yeah, like, yeah. we're not really going to kill him. But if this motherfucker finally breaks and tells us everybody who he recruited, we know he recruited these two motherfuckers of the Manhattan Project, yeah. like for an extra kickback. Who else did this guy recruit? So all the evidence is, yeah, Julius Rosenberg. Yeah, if you got big players, I bet you started the fucking janitor and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're probably right. like, yo, we need a key to this room. Like, right. We're going to give you 50 bucks. And he's like, yeah. Fuck, that's what I make all week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but through all of it, like he never gives one name of anybody. Like he never fucking flips on they one the person. Fifth. Yeah. They don't even fucking talk. Nope. They're like, They're like Fuck I you. got they nothing said something to, to the press that like, they said something to the press. I don't know if you have that quote in there. Um, um, yeah, I've got it in here somewhere. But yeah, it was pretty fucking stoic. He's just like basically not ratting. Like he said, he, like, why would he admit his guilt and something? And yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. It's, it's farther up in the in the notes. But then they just plead the fifth. They don't fucking talk. Yeah, because they're afraid they're going to self incriminate. But I think what they thought was the case is weak because really the case was based off of a lie. It was bullshit. It wasn't like right. his wife didn't do that. Yeah. So they probably thought it was so weak that the justice system would run its course and it yeah. would work out in his behalf. Right. Don't say anything to incriminate yourself. Right. Just shut the fuck up. And they only have the evidence they have. Right. But that didn't matter. They're no, setting an example. No. Um, and my suspicion was that they had a lot more information on Julius. Yeah. I think they probably, because actually they did, because when it came, those files that came out in like 94 the, the code or whatever, they broke or whatever yeah. the code they broke that like that code was already broken during the trial. Like pro- these Project things. Verga. Yeah. These things that came out <laughs> were um, already known by the U S government during the trial. So I think that all this information of who he turned, he had a nickname, this was his handler. They knew that shit during the trial yeah. about him. So like, we got this motherfucker. Yeah, they like, knew. He's not, he's not getting away. They just wanted to get the rest of the people surrounding it in right. connection. Yeah. Yeah. Operation Kulo. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's butthole and So they both get um, arrested. <laughs> Ethel gets arrested um, and doesn't answer, pleads the fifth. Uh, the trial starts and um, in March of 1951, uh, um, yeah, Greenglass uh, turns around. He said, apparently Greenglass, this is what's bizarre, Greenglass gave Rosenberg a sketch of the uh, Fat Man bomb mm-hmm. like that the Soviets didn't fucking have. And Rosenberg gets the fucking death penalty because yeah, he handed it to the Soviet guy. But Greenglass is the one who fucking gave the information up. Yeah. And he only did like 15 years. That's so bizarre. It's like he unlocked the cell and Rosenberg walked him out the front gate of the prison. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. who broke him out? They both fucking responsible for that. Right. right. So they're sentenced I mean, to green death. glass more so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> like if the big concern is the is the yeah, bomb. What can Rosenberg hand hand fucking Russia if Green Glass gives him nothing? He's giving him like jet plans yeah. and stuff on radar and still important stuff, but not the nuke. Um so uh they're convicted of uh I don't like the word radar. Espionage. You don't radar. like the word radar? <laughs> it's like radar. Like, I just hear, like, radar, radar. What about like, sonar? A, same thing. That hard R is weird. What about bonar? I like the hard R. Radar. Uh, it feels silly. Like, you can't say it and not feel silly. What about, like, Rick? <laughs> What's wrong with Rick? I don't know. You just no, it's you the, like the R. It's like R. R. Oh, you don't like pirates. Yes. What about a car? A car. Don't you fuck with me, Dave. Don't you bleed it in a normal didn't day? She have, didn't she get? Didn't she get sick with SARS? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay going, with that. After going to the bars, yeah. nah, on Mars. <laughs> yeah, the drummer Lars. I was yeah. there. That was next. Yeah. Look at that. That's pretty. That's pretty accomplished. That like you get Mars and like then Lars the next thing. I guess just a letter of the alphabet. You gotta go through all of them. Guar, you know, hmm. Harmar. I don't know. Is it? Anyways. Radar. So I dare uh, you to try to say it and not feel stupid though. Radar. I don't feel you look like an idiot. Radar. <laughs> what a moron. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So You're section really two of the dumb. Espionage Act of nineteen seventeen, which says that anyone transmitting or attempting to transmit to a foreign government information relating to the national defense may be imprisoned for life or put to death. Which may be Right. imprisoned to life or put to death. And they just went straight to the put to yeah. death. Um, so, uh, and one of the guys who's influential in everything that happens in this case ends up uh, becoming one of the main members of uh, McCarthy's Senate government sub hearing on communism. So it's, again, it's not just we're trying to break them to get them to confess. It's also, this is the beginning of the commie scare in America. And these people are card carrying commies. Yeah. Like, so again, th- this whole thing is a front and, of the cold war. Like us killing them is us killing. Like yes, we just want to battle. We'll do, yeah. This is what we'll do. This if is what we'll do. If you fucking spy in America. Um, so yeah, the government gives them a chance, both of them, and tells them, like, if you admit your guilt and tell us who else is in your spy ring, um, we'll let you off, basically. And the Rosenberg said, by they, they released a public statement jointly 
that said, by asking us to repudiate the truth of our innocence, the government admits to its own doubts concerning our guilt. We will not be coerced, even under the pain of death, to bear false witness. That guy's speaking like the fucking Constitution. We don't even have yeah. presidents that talk no, like that, no. man. So, and I, when I read that, I had to think. That really was like a fucking quote that sounds like it would have been like from Abraham yeah, Lincoln or some yeah, shit. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Abraham. Yeah, Apricot Lincoln was his <laughs> brother. That was a pimp. <laughs> you remember Apricot Lincoln? Yeah. With a back name like Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga used to drive a Lincoln. Um, but the thing is about that quote is he's a spy. He knows he's a spy and it's like, are you saying that you're not guilty poker face because you think what you did is right? Cause you're a communist. Like, yeah, you know what might, I mean? He might like, not have thought I, he like, might not have thought of I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of, I was like, like if I was getting quote, information and it's like, Oh, here, I'm giving this to you to help that. Yeah. I, at that point, you're like, if you came in and were like, you're a fucking spy, I'd be like, mm, I'm just fucking giving some information. Like, right. Well, he knows it's not, you know what I mean? Spy, like, there's, maybe, a, there's a different, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But I, it was I that like, bears fault wi- false witness thing at the mm-hmm. end of it that makes me think that's like, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, this is what we should be doing because I'm a communist mm-hmm. and I support Soviet Union. Like, don't try to convince me to rat other people out because what I did wasn't wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. That was just kind of something Not about that, that quote, yeah. like, hit me that way. Like, he didn't ever think I didn't spy. He just knows that what he did was the right thing to do. Kind he's of also a thing. fucking spy. For, he's just like, nerves of fucking steel. This motherfucker True. is just, you know, yeah, poker face up there. And his son, Michael, in like the 2010s, said, quote, dad's unwillingness to rat out his fellows wasn't about him wanting to be a soldier of Stalin. It was more personal these were his friends. My father was not going to cooperate with the government, and that's why they arrested my mother. So now he's going to turn around and say, okay, I'm going to save my wife by ratting out my friends. No, he had a naive belief that the American justice system was going to work because half of the case against him was a pack of lies. So he thought he could deny everything and save them both. That was according to half of the case. He was being son. honest. Yeah. Yeah. The other half. Um, And then even... So when the, you know, when they do get killed, um, and I thought I had it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, they get deaded. That's Mm. how you say it. I do have it. So the execution, um, uh, actually, well, that's kind of skipping ahead, but I'll say this because it's in my notes right now and I'll forget it later. Once they get executed, the deputy attorney general for the United States. That there was a die one, get one free deal. You're right. (laughs) Um, the attorney general, the deputy attorney general for the United States, after she was killed, said she called our bluff. Yeah. See, like she, he was yeah. just like, fuck, I didn't think she was going to, I thought she was going to fold. Yeah. <laughs> like that's rough. She let her kids fucking <laughs> yeah. go to like boys homes yeah. and be fucking orphans. Yeah. They might be better off. So, um, the, during the jail, the kids would visit. They were uh, seven and ten at the time of the death. And like I said, I think they were three and four at the time of the arrest or something. And um, they would, it was kind of rough. One of the kids said, we always had a good time uh, on the prison visit, singing, talking, enjoying ourselves. 
And his son said he even used to play hangman with his father. His dad, little although joke, he uh, didn't realize the irony until he was yeah. adult. It was an electric manner. It was like true. it was like uh, it, it was two four letter words for hangman, and just said dad's dead when they were done. <laughs> so, but so the fucked up thing is, all this is going on, and the entire family turns their back on the kids. Yeah, that's like a big literally what the fuck. send them to an orphanage, send them away well, they from were here, spies. fuck off. Not the kids. The fucking kids, man. That's so rough, hey, you know. dude. I don't. I'd hey, be badass. There was a the next generation. Yeah. Um, Star Trek. So <laughs> protests start while they're in jail. Um, globally. Uh, globally, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like that word. A lot of people. Um, <laughs> globally. I'm trying to see. Uh, so Jubilee either. Yeah. You don't like Jubilee? Mm-mm, or globally. So... Hillbilly find it in here. That's different. Albert yeah. Einstein, um, a guy named Harold Ure, who was a, na- a Nobel Prize winning uh, physical chemist. Um, they both went to President Truman personally and asked him to pardon the Rosenbergs. Um, a bunch Back of authors, uh, an author named Bertolt Brecht, who wrote Three Penny Opera and uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. All about a, a murderous barber. You'd like it. I've seen it. Um uh, Dashiell Hammett, Johnny, who wrote Johnny the, Depp. yeah, he did do it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dashiell Hammett, who wrote the Sam Spade books, um, the artist Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera. I'm pretty sure all of them were communists. Mm, I like a good Frida Kahlo. Uh, a good, oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Some El Yuteco on it. Um, but they all came out and said it. Uh, Jean Paul Sartre, the the philosopher, uh, the fucking Pope. Um, various world leaders, like everyone was like, you can't fucking kill these people. Are you kidding me? There's, you know, Eisenhower was like, mm, Eisenhower sorry, was like, eat a dick. I dropped the first nuke. You think I give a fuck about zapping these <laughs> <True>. two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. He's like, round eyes. That was true. Yeah. He Never was like, mean. round eyes, slant eyes. Who gives a Who shit? Gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Eisenhower said, I can only say that by immeasurably increasing the chances of atomic war, the Rosenbergs may have con- condemned to death tens of millions of innocent people all over the world. The execution of two human beings is a grave matter, but even graver is the thought of the millions of dead uh, whose deaths may be directly attributable to what these spies have done. Damn. So the execution is set for... It's just so real for him. That, you know what I mean? It is so real because they just did it. They did it. Yeah, they, they just, just did, did it. it. And, and like, I can let them off. What if that comes to us now? Yeah, like yeah. what if a fucking high altitude fucking they right. drop that fucking shit on us now? Right. Oof. Yeah. So uh, the execution was set up for um, on a particular day and they pushed it back by a day. What do you think the first was- nuke's hitting here? What's that? DC. You think first nuke that hits here? I heard DC? that we're one of the targets because oil. Not fills. Bakersfield. No, I heard we right, are not the right type of wall. Um, you heard a lie, yeah. and that would be out Taft. Would be okay. It'd be fine. The oh, ag no, would be good. It'd be good to take out the ag though. We don't have we don't have that much ag no more. I heard Bakersfield is like. Plus, it's like Hollywood. You heard like, who? This guy. Yeah, this dude, passerby. Yeah, nuclear, I mean, it's, it's nuclear be, dude. It's going to be hard military targets and governmental oh, targets. Yeah. The cap, probably the capital of every state, big fucking military uh, spots. A lot of states. Yeah. It's a lot of nukes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> thousands That's a lot of, of nukes, them. Yeah. Um, so they were supposed to do it. Then the lawyers filed a complaint that asked for an extra day. 
because uh, they're Jewish and that would be executing him on the Sabbath. Um, and then the judge said, oh, okay, that's cool. The Sabbath doesn't start till sundown, so we'll just kill him earlier. <laughs> so the Sabbath play didn't give him an extra night because they're supposed to get time. killed at 11 p.m. Yeah. And then the judge was like, well, Sabbath doesn't start till 8, so we'll just kill him at 7. We're, wow. we're in and out before the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, that way he can go home and eat dinner. The top, so, the and, top cities uh, for targeted for, uh, would be New York, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. That makes sense. Yeah, well, we're not good. Why? Los Angeles and then San Francisco? We're fucked. Why? Like, you understand how nukes work, right? I mean, we're not yeah. being blown away, but we're going to be nuclear sick and fucking our sores all over Japan. some shit. We'd probably, be, we'd probably be worse from the nuking of San Francisco than we would from the nuking yeah. of Los Angeles. You think yeah. so? Yeah. For sure. Because the, the weather, pa- nuke, the weather you know? patterns weather from pattern. LA never from, come to yeah. Bakersfield. Yeah, but, but also... The San Francisco, yeah. that wind always comes to us mm-hmm. a day and a half later. Mm-hmm. We have to think now, I don't know how many megatons the bombs are now, but like we True. always go, it's like 100 times Hiroshima. Well, fuck, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot bigger than it used it's to be. It's also that burst, though. Yeah. Like, I think there's, there's mountains, mountains between in between. Us. But then hey, again, that if it they drop, up. If the, they drop one it'll on... It'll settle into the valley, bro. Well, no, if they, if they dropped one on L.A., like, say, dead center L.A. We have no power. Well, what do you mean we have no power? EMP. The EMP will knock EMP's out all of toast. our power. Uh, Nuclear power plants yeah. tr- trying to run on diesel generators that probably have electronics that fucking don't work anymore, so you couldn't actually do it, and they'll overheat and fucking blow up. And that then we'll far have away? Nuclear event. Our, lar- our largest nuclear bomb, out. the largest nuclear bomb that we make right now, if you blew it up at a high altitude over the Rocky Mountains, would knock out, the EMP would knock out electricity for the entire country. Huh. So... That's the biggest thing is the EMPs. Like nothing will work anymore. Like yeah. all the fucking communication will go down. And the biggest thing is Your nuclear, nuclear power plants. Work. It yeah. might. I talked about a couple of days ago. If I have points, then it'll work, I guess. So I got yeah. extra points. points. Like, the Jeep has points. Unless it's been converted. So I got two vehicles. Yeah. My headlights won't work though. Um, That's the least your how long does yeah. it? How long does that stay? Electromagnetic. No, it's fucked. Permanent. It fries it. Permanent. It fries the it circuits. Permanently fries. Oh, but what if it's not running? No, it'll fry. They're just sitting there. You have to take the part out that would get fucked and put it in like a Faraday cage box to save it, and then put it back out. Generator. That's what I'm saying. Or it has to be nuclear power plants, or it has to be made out of gold. Is that the trick? Yeah, that's why a lot. That's why the military uh, has wiring and all gold wiring. Like yeah, it's all gold because the EMP doesn't reverse the electrons. Yeah, I would say like I don't know. I I figured I was thinking if it hit L.A., I wonder if it would set off San Andreas. That would. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. That's some weird thought. I just if it does hit L.A., I hope it doesn't happen in the summer because that that's just even worse. That's terrible. Then there's no air conditioning and there's radioactive mutants. Um, so uh, June nineteenth, you can go to a website called Nuke Map and it will let you visualize the damage. You can pick where the targets will hit and shit. That's crazy. June 19th, 1953, first electric Hit shock, Julius yeah, dies. Um, Ethel is given um, three electric shocks. Then they have to take off the strap. Um, or she gets three electric shocks because the first two didn't kill her. And then they're like, okay, the third one killed her. And then the doctor came in and was like, she's no. still alive. 
and then they had to zap her, her in the fourth head. time. Yeah. Um, her hair was lighting on fire, like oh, the yeah. whole thing. It was not. It was not good. So not it's pleasant. like that's even more fucked up. Yeah. Like the one who probably wasn't even a spy was the one who fucking went through shit. Yeah, on the but after the, chair. it probably knocked her out. The first one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Knocked her out, but she was still alive. At least she the second one did it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and if the second one didn't, the third one, third one for sure did, did it. Yeah. And even if she was still conscious after the third one, that fourth one that killed her, yeah. she was out cold. She's dead. Yeah. This thing's crazy. You just drag the marker and drop where you want to nuke target, yeah. and then oh, you, yeah, put, you load the, you just enter the kilotons yeah. of the explosion, and then it has all these fucking crazy height burst options, mm. auto burst, surface detonate, and then you can detonate it, mm. and then it shows you exactly what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. What happens when you hit Dave's house? I couldn't find that. It takes some time. So the impact of the espionage, like we said, it allegedly peeled a year off of the time that they would have uh, done it. So the the Senate Committee on Intelligence uh, said that it took a year off. Nikita Khrushchev, who was the leader of the Soviet Union um, from 53 to 64, said in his memoir after he died that he, quote, cannot spe- specifically say what kind of help the Rosenbergs provided us, but that he learned from Joseph Stalin and somebody named Molotov that they quote had provided very significant help in accelerating the production of our atomic bomb. <clears throat> so the leader of the Soviet union says that in his memoir, um, which might've just been cold war propaganda, right? You know? Um, but then the cons are that an engineer who became the director of Chalabinsk 40, the plutonium production reactor in the Soviet Union. That's that weird little place we covered. What was that one called? Chernobyl. No, not Chernobyl, but there was another one we did. I don't know. But he said that Khrushchev was a fool and that they developed, he worked on the first Russian nukes and he said, we built it on our own just fine. We didn't have any intelligence. It was just trial and error and science that helped us build the bomb. We got, he said, quote, uh, you sat the Rosenbergs in the electric chair for nothing. We got nothing from the Rosenbergs. And um, uh, again, there was no nickname given to Ethel, which people think is, is part of it. So in 95, the Venona decryptions came out and the, the Venona project uh, was uh, since the cold war was a project in the U S government that decrypted radio signals um, and information being broadcast out of America that they thought were going to the Soviet Union. Um, and they would decrypt the signals. And uh, in they made a bunch of the Venona papers uh, public. And again, it said that Julius had the code name Antenna and the code name Liberal. David and Ruth Greenglass were called Caliber and Wasp. Look, you don't get to pick a nickname, but Wasp is pretty awesome. That's pretty good. Caliber's, like Caliber's pretty, yeah, Caliber's pretty Caliber's good, pretty too, yeah. Not Excalibur, but it's Caliber. It's, it's got potential. And then Ethel wasn't ever even important enough to be given a nickname because she never gave any information maybe to Maybe she's anyone. the fucking boss. Oh, maybe. Yeah, her, that is her nickname, Ethel. Um, and one of the cables that was decrypted said that Ethel was, quote, a devoted person, i.e. a communist, but she does not work. Right. Like, so they said, yeah, she's important. She's a communist. She's doing good work, but she's not a spy. She doesn't give us anything. Right. That's antenna's girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in 2001 was when green glass, uh, turned around and said, um, yeah, my wife didn't, uh, my wife did the typing. It wasn't Ethel like, but 
Yeah. I said it to save my, my wife and kids and I don't regret it. His mom would be um, proud. So all of that came through. And then the Rosenbergs, one thing that I thought was interesting, the, the sons don't go by the name, uh, Rosenberg. They go under the name Mirapol. Um, that's their back name. That's their back name now. So they're, uh, a songwriter, a poet, and a social activist uh, named Abel Mirpole, who wrote who wrote the song "Strange Fruit" that Billie Holiday did about uh, people being them. lynched. That's the guy who adopted him. Didn't right. know him at all, hmm. but was like, "This is some fucked up shit." I'll adopt these fucking kids. Jesus Christ, you know. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Damn, their own family wouldn't take them and be like, I'm not even I, like, if I found out, I would be. Yeah. Like, they can stay with me. Yeah. I, you know, like fuck." So this guy adopted. So you him. have spies living in your home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spy Juniors. That's yeah. cuter. Yeah. Like now it's a Junior Bacon's uh, Spy. Junior Bacon's Ju- Spy. Oh, I got that, Dave. That was a good one. Spy Jew. No, oh, so. I see what you did. Yeah, I see what yeah, you did there. You up. snuck that in there, you mm-hmm. motherfucker. You sneaky motherfucker. That wasn't what I did. Um, <laughs> you want some simonite on the sandwich? Uh, ooh. But, ooh. Ooh. Simonin? Simonin? But anyway, they tried uh, the the mayor pools, the two kids. Um, and one thing I read, and I couldn't find it again after I closed it because I assumed it would be in the other notes. It said that, like, New York exonerated Ethel Rosenberg, mm. but no one else has. Mm. And they tried to get – I thought it was kind of funny. They tried to get Obama to exonerate him, and he said no. And then they didn't bother trying to get Trump to exonerate mm, them. They're trying to get, but now they're trying to get Biden oh, to God. exonerate. You know, we but didn't I, mention I that it was important funny. anymore. I just like thought it was funny yeah. that they were like, "We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it." Gonna Trump's do president. It. Let's just wait for four years. Yeah, just chill. Like, don't even bother. Like, thanks, Obama. But but, um, but now they're they they just again they 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 don't say that their dad should be exonerated. Yeah. Um, but they just say our mom shouldn't have been executed. We just want the the. We also forgot to mention on the last episode that Obama used Tanya Harding as a verb, like in a speech. He like referenced you're going to get Tanya Harding. Oh really? Yeah, that's funny. Fucked up. The president's even cracking jokes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if she is innocent? What if she didn't have to do with it? You okay, buddy? Tanya Harding. Dave's oh, moving right. junk around right now. Yeah, he's got six, them. He's got six cups of trouble. Yeah. I only <laughs> had three. I only had three cups of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just just the bottom of the cup. Yeah. yeah. That's all we got. That's all I got. All right. Yeah. Uh, social media winner is going to be Cat Magic from Instagram. Going to win some stickers from Print Dirt Cheap. So uh, Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out and contact. That's definitely you. an old lady. Get cat your magic. get your deets on the social Cat Magic. And you're going to get some stickers. Thank you for doing that. That's huge for us. Um, interacting and sharing and all the good social media stuff is great because it makes other people see that shit and we didn't have to pay for it. So thank you. Well, we pay for it in stickers, but not yeah. really. Printer cheap pays for the stickers. So that's how it works. So thank you for that. Also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Uh, go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Paranormal Punchers and Robots for Eyes. Um, also, we're I brought feel to like you, you by. S- say the same podcast every week. Switch it up, bro. You hear him? There's only like 10 over there. So what do you want me to do? I don't know. Everybody else got pregnant and quit. Like the bunch falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody did. Yeah, fine. I didn't people, mean for you to get real. I was just, I was yeah, just, just it was a joke. Just, it was a joke. God people, damn. people quit their podcasts. There's just all, half those podcasts just yeah, don't exist that's anymore. True. Yeah. Wow. So it's a short list. Yeah. Um, if you've got a podcast that's worthy, hit us up. Yeah. It has to be worthy, though. Yeah. A couple podcasts hit us up, but just too soon. It's too soon. It's still, it's still raw. They're still quitting, quitting in pregnancies and shit. So it's hmm. like, you tell. Hmm. Not real. 
Anyways, check out these podcasts that I say all the time. Uh, Paranormal Punchers and Robots for Eyes over at podbelly.com. Um, also, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, that is our primary sponsor. They make delicious shit over there since 1968. Um, if you like hot sauce or you don't like hot sauce, you should help us um, by supporting El Yucateco. Um, yeah. If you see it in the wild, take a picture. Um, that's how the hot sack was given out this week. Um, someone saw it at a restaurant, took a picture and posted it. Now we're going to send them a bag full of El Yucateco I mean, and, merch. And I've said it like, uh, I don't know how many times in the show. I'm not like a sauce person. 174. You know I mean? 174, 175 now. I'm not a sauce person, but El is fucking good. Like, it, really it, is. it is like, it is good. Like it, it's, I don't put hot sauce and stuff, but if I do, it's it's fucking El Yucateco because right. it is good. It's flavorful. Yep. And and it's enjoyable. It's not just some fucking sauce. It's not just heat. It's not yeah, just it's random just whatever. It's not yeah. ketchup. Like it's fucking Yeah, there is flavor to it. And that's coming it. from me. Like I said, I'm yeah. not you know, Brent loves hot sauce, like and that's, and also that's coming from favorite. Brad who calls yeah. everything garbage. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 you yeah. might think we're biased yeah. the sponsor. If I say it's good, it's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Brad's it's also good in ketchup, by the way. If there's a good dick, I'll tell you it's good. I mean I like it in ketchup. Some, some no, red, Dave likes ketchup more than anyone. Yeah. Dave keeps his own ketchup bottle here in the fucking I'm, fridge just I'm, when he brings lunch. It's out. I am oh, you took it? Yeah. When are you going to get no, any ketchup? That's because he used it. it on one hamburger, dude. I this was a one hamburger. Have you seen how many packs no, of ketchup? No, it's like a Carl's Jr. fucking. Like, you've never been to Burger King with Dave. Oh, no, know, no, no, no. I've seen him. Yeah, I used yeah, like, like 40, 20 40 packs. I have to use sign language when I say, when they're like, do you want ketchup? I have to say, yeah, I want a lot of ketchup. Yeah, yeah. Like I have to make, uh, I have to show the grit. this is what your hand should look like when you grab when the ketchup. You have enough. You know and once I do, do that, yeah. they just kind of nod and then yeah. put that yeah, much ketchup in. They should there. have That's like nice. a pillow pouch for day. Like, like small, medium, or large on your ketchup. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'll yeah. Take no, no, you should just hand them a bag. Like when they hand yeah, you yeah, yeah. your bag, we're, you got ketchup. Yeah, here, right here. Put it in here. It's a little drawstring, yeah. a little ketchup. It looks yeah. like a Heinz fifty-seven bottle. He has a ketchup. He has a ketchup core. He just hands him an old bottle. Yeah. I and bet, I how, don't eat it often. How many but packs? When I eat it, I it's, fucking yeah. eat it. How many packs of ketchup, like little Burger King packs for your burger and fries? Because you dip your whole it's hamburger in it. It's at least 10. I did watch burger I watched them do It's probably 12. Yeah. I watched them do at least I remember uh, in like school, like the third grade and shit, the school hamburgers were so yuck that I did fucking put a puddle of ketchup yeah. on my table yeah. and fucking dip the your ketchup's whole hamburger. Because yeah. it was so dry and it was like, fuck, it's better than what you're eating. Mm. I remember sopping up ketchup. But the mm. worst, though, is going to fucking Wendy's where you get those little short fucking yeah. cups and you got to pump in the... Sh- Ooh, I don't it's like, like at least give me a good weird. cup. Like, give me a decent size you put size it in the cup? cup? Just fucking pump it right onto your burger. Because like I still need dog. it for my, for my yeah. fries to dip it in. He's asking me to get a water cup. No, there you go. Nah, that's yeah. a fucking hack. I don't God dip. Damn. I won't dip like regular fries, like McDonald's fries, Wendy's, like stuff like. I don't dip those. Like if I go to like a burger spot mm-hmm. and they got the good fries, those ones I dip in ketchup. I'm really weird. No, it's with much, ketchup. it's it's it's. I don't, and it offends me if you put fucking ketchup on your eggs. I, I don't like. Yeah, that's fucking wrong. It fucking offends me. <laughs> I almost punched my daughter in the eye. You know what bothers me? If I'm fucking, with my, she almost got punched. I was like, what the guilt, fuck are you guilty doing? Guilty as charged. You know what kills me wow. is if you're with someone else and they get like a bucket of fries, like a basket yeah, yeah. of fries, and they go. And put ketchup all over it, and you're like, I and then didn't they don't finish it. No, no, yeah, yeah. it's not your fries. They weren't even my oh, fries. Okay. But they didn't finish. Okay. I'm like, man, I could have grabbed those fries, but they're fucked up now. Yeah, they're all soggy, covered yeah, in ketchup. Yeah, yeah, they're gross yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I could have had leftover yeah. fries, but you've taken. No, that's them. weird. Yeah. There's no mustard on fries. Doesn't there's work no either. cause to put ketchup on fries. Yeah, there's people do it. No, there's something wrong with you yeah. if you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where it's like the dirty jowl wipe. Yeah, it is. If you're yeah, that's that's the food version of the dirty jowl wipe. You put ketchup on your fries. Yep. 
Like you called, can dip it in the ketchup. That's all perfectly it's fine. Called the, it's called the Uncle, Uncle Jawa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You pull the Uncle Not Jawa cool. and put ketchup all over his fries. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Uncle Jawa, um, you go over to uh, printdirtcheap.com and get some stickers and printed goods. Um, save some money doing it. Use code Sofa King Podcast. Check out two day banners at the number two daybanners.com if you need a banner for any purpose. Uh, you can get it and you can get it quick. Um, I got one. Came super fast. Good. Uh, just like Brad in the bedroom, and it was a good quality, unlike Brad in the bedroom. And uh, also check out he's, he's fast like, but good. Yeah, he's yeah. he's bad at sex. Mom's British. spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Palms are sweaty. I just was. It was weird Hot with ready. It was weird with me. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only time it never happened before. Yeah. I was young, bro. It was in the weird. morning. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't comfortable. I'm having flashbacks. It was like fucking huh? a coin purse. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, should I be offended about Brad's hypothetical fucking me? I'm like a coin purse. I don't think so. Yeah. Also, check out Jimmy D's tees. <laughs> fucking a coin purse. Just Jimmy needed. D's I just needed some change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good rap. That's a good line. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Like, I need to save that. Write that shit down. Yeah. I got um, more. There's more where that came from. I can't even think. <laughs> Go to JimmyD'sTees.com. He's got all kinds of cool stuff over there. He also makes stuff for us, and you can get that at SoapKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, you know, I forgot. Uh, go to shopelucateco.com, make any purchase, and use code SofaKing right now to get an exclusive sticker oh, yeah. um, that you can only get from uh, purchasing something. We don't have them. We don't sell them. We don't give them out as prizes. Um, that is an exclusive sticker you get with any purchase at shopelucateco.com using code SofaKing. Um, also, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Um, you can use code SofaKing to save 10% over there. Also, check out RetroVague.com. Uh, you can use code 80skid to save some money when you buy that stuff. If you're into 80s stuff, also check out Mindframe Podcast. Um, go to MindFramePodcast.com um, or whatever listening app that you use, Apple mm. Podcasts, Google Play. Um, it's on all of them. Literally just Google it and you will find it and you will enjoy it in your ear holes. Mm. So go check that out. We work hard on it. And I think that's all I got. Uh, Sculpt member of the month. This month is Becky Nelson. Becky yes. A. Nelson. Uh, she has a, a front. That's what the A stands middle for. Middle and back name. Yeah. Yes, she does. Uh, yeah, that's what the A stands for. That's <laughs> right. Um, she works. She, you were talking about. Um, you're talking about the sperm bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she actually. Works I was. At, I was talking about that. Yeah, she she actually works at the sperm bank. That was right. a great transition. That was fantastic. No. And she, yeah, job title. Uh, job title is a little sketchy. Mm. Yeah, it's cum dumpster. Right. Um, so employee, has, employees has, say that. Well, yeah, that's what it's they call like it. Really, really, it says receptacle. Yes. Um, but most say dumpster. Mm. It's just what it is. So, um, she works on she works on some of the harder cases uh, that come into the to the sperm bank. Um, they have trouble. Right. Uh, maybe Eric ejaculating, um, and so she helps them out. That's good. So yeah, she doesn't get paid. She doesn't get paid. Um, they also but call it's, it's they more also of a community her, uh, service. I heard they call her Yo Play too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It always p- looks like she ate yogurt. She's yeah. always eating yogurt. Her pussy looks like empty Yo Play as well. <clears throat> no. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberry. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> he Someone looked at an empty Yo Play. Uh, yeah. And it was just pink and, you know. Yogurt. I don't make a video. Yeah, I'm not eat, I don't either. I just, no. I'm not following. You don't eat yogurt. Yo yeah. Yeah. I don't eat yogurt. Six so, cups. He's a liar. Yeah. I was also remembering when we used to do the radio show, like myself, when we did the Moten Men and Walsh a million years ago, 
we started writing songs for a musical mm-hmm. that was called Man Whore. I like this already. And uh, it was about a, a young boy who came over through Ellis Island and became a man whore. And uh, the opening song was called uh, Cum Bucket. Mm. And the people oh, an the album? Station, to say this on the radio? Well... <laughs> we had to get clever because the the person at the radio was like, "You are not recording a song called Come Bucket and playing, playing it on the, the air." Mm. And I was like, "Well, you haven't heard the lyrics yet. Mm. Like, it's this person's yeah. on the ship on I the agree. way to Ellis Island, and he needs to clean up, and he's calling out to the crew, um, come water, come mop, right. come bucket.' <laughs> That's clever. And then clever. he has to mop <laughs> the the deck. He has to swab the deck, and he just shook his head. Um, he's like, "You got gave, it." You and did then it, gave yeah. a brief nod. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Okay." I feel How'd you get it with Manhor though? Off. That's um, the album name, right? That was it. There was no problem with Manhor. Really? It was just come bucket. Was the well Manhor? He was Hispanic. Oh, okay. Manhor, right. yeah. yeah. That's Indian, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Manhor, but yeah, Manhor, Assman. Mandeep. Was, yeah, Mandeep. That, yeah. that one was mine, but I will admit, Steve had a regular bit on the show where he would write the dirtiest thing he could write, but all of it was justified in some sort of wordplay. So it was no, like, it's only dirty because you think that's a dirty. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, was, yeah. They were pretty brilliant. I have to give them that's funny. hats off on that one. Cum bucket's but. pretty gross. Yeah, Especially yeah. now that it's on it a ship. Pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of cum buckets, <laughs> our Skull Member of the Month, Becky yeah. Nelson. Um, you know, we appreciate you. And uh, we'll find out more about Becky and her uh, alternative lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, the rest of this month. And it is Thanksgiving, and she loves gravy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, uh, go to at Suffolk Podcast or r forward slash Suffolk Podcast on Reddit. Uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. You have Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave. Also, check out El Yucateco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Pot Belly. And uh, don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger.